Before we dive into today's episode, I want to take a minute to let you know that I have a really great free resource that goes so hand in hand with what we're going to be talking about today. And that is my free guide called Harmony in Action. It's a guide for ambitious individuals to help them learn how to navigate and balance their work and personal life. Because let's face it, it is so easy for work to really take over um, our lives, especially when we care about it. And especially when you want to do a really good job and you like to see that growth within yourself, it is still equally important to remember to take care of yourself and prioritize your well-being. And when you prioritize your well-being, you start to show up differently as well. So this free guide, I'll link it in the show notes. Go download it today. It is so, so, so great. Lots of um, actionable things, really digestible information. Uh, I'll make sure to link it below so you can get yours today. And then without further ado, let's let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Self-Assured and Savvy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Zalinchuk, entrepreneur, empowerment coach, and your life bestie. I'm here to bring you all the things from personal development, mindset, strategies, and life in general. This podcast is meant to nurture your ambition in a sustainable way, show you how you can elevate your life to new levels, prioritize yourself, and have a whole lot of effing fun while doing it. So come along for the ride and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back, friends. It's always so great that you've uh, chosen to tune in to today's episode. Uh, You probably picked on this episode too because like you a busy individual, you are burning the midnight oil, you're burning the candle at both ends and you're just like, when the F will I have time for myself or even like for me sometimes when I was really in that like momentum of like just working all the time, um, I would have an unconscious thought that if I stopped, I was failing or if I stopped, that was actually doing more harm than good. When in reality, like continuing to work on nonstop and work long hours or whatnot actually was really, really, really counterintuitive. I just didn't know it at the time. Um, but then obviously over the years I developed some, lots of tools in my toolbox to kind of help me realize that it is important to prioritize rest into your schedule, especially to help avoid that burnout. Now, burnout is, in my opinion, it's such a, a word that's being used so often now, but also I see it as like everyone's experiencing it, like in some varying degrees. Um, I am back working full time at the hotel and seeing my other colleagues still be battling with burnout or having conversations with friends where they're just like having to take stress leave because work is just there's so much going on at work and it can range from anything from being short staffed to the workload being increased, not being compensated, um, dealing with the general public and like not to knock the general public, but when you do deal with them, it can be very, very taxing on your mental health. Um, just because you are literally in decision making mode all day, every day. Like I come from a hospitality background where again, I see an array of people and there are times where like things happen and like you just, you kind of shake your head at it. But it's sometimes like when, especially like, let's say if you're dealing with complaints, that's a lot of energy, like emotional energy as well, because you could have someone screaming at you while you're trying to fix whatever. And they're just 
being a, we'll just say it, they're being a Karen about it, you know, that, and then you walk away from that, like your energy is spent. Like, and if you do that repeatedly over and over again, like your body just like will shut down, you'll go into this burnout mode. So <laughs> I just use that as an example, especially like with my hotel background, I tend to deal with a lot of uh, people who like to complain or uh, voice their opinions. And you know what, I'm all for sharing feedback when you go somewhere, especially like if you had a bad experience and it's like, yeah, share the feedback, but maybe do it in a really constructive way, not a yelling and screaming, demanding to see my manager kind of a way, you know, you know, anyways, I digress. <laughs> That's not what this episode is about. So, um, I really wanted to actually, I did a lot of research on this, um, so that I could like prepare and make sure I was coming with some like scientific backed facts for y'all. Um, but I wanted to share seven ways that will help you rest or seven different types of rest that will help you avoid the burnout. And when I was going through this, like I really like maybe a couple of years ago, like I always associated with rest as sleeping. Like I was just like, oh, like that's the only time that I rest is when I sleep. But then over the years, I actually learned that it is actually more than just sleeping. Like there are different types of rest. And then um, when I started to kind of like do plan out my content for the podcast and the direction and the things that I wanted to talk about. And I was really diving into the different types of rest. Like I kind of uncovered that there was seven key, key ways to rest. And so I want to, I want to cover those with you today. Um, so let's just dive right into it. Um, with the seven types of rest. So type one is physical rest. Now, uh, I could say physical rest and you're like, but that's doing something, but it actually is taking physical, like gentle movements. Like this would be yoga, gentle stretching, restful sleeps. Like that's actually where you're physically taking time out for your body to give it what it needs as well. There are times where I wake up in the morning and I actually do need to do a few gentle stretches. Maybe that's just because I am now 30 years old and my body is not like it used to be, but there is something oh, like so nice about just doing some forward folds, some beautiful twists, some deep low lunges, and just in the most gentle way to really wake up my body and stretch in the morning. Like I just oh, love that, love that, love that. Way number two that you can rest is a mental rest. Uh, and some ways that I like to really mental, like take some mental rest is doing brain dumps. I don't know about you, but my mind can go 180 miles per minute and I can have, I can have so many thoughts going through my brain. And then sometimes it's just so hard to process them or, or trying to fall asleep at night after I've had like a really chaotic day and just like my mind is replaying the day or replaying conversations or situations, or I just can't let some things go when I'm in those moments and I do a brain dump, like I grab my journal and I just stream of conscious, let it out. And it sometimes it's like a cohesive thought. Sometimes it's just like a random to do list. Sometimes it's whatever, who knows what it could be. I don't actually ever reread my brain dumps because I'm like, they typically don't make any sense. Um, but it does help me to just unload all the thoughts that are going on in my brain, especially if I catch that I'm having that monkey mind right before bed. I have a journal that I use just for brain dumping. Like it's just a small one that I keep by my bed that I'm like, this is it. Like this is perfect. Um, and if anyone ever read it, they'd be like, wow, what, what is actually going on in her mind? But that's just what it's for. It's just to allow me to like 
word vomit onto a piece of paper, the things that are going on in my head sometimes. And you know, especially when I'm in such a busy season of life, like I actually, that happens more often than not. Um, or even I do the brain dumps throughout the day, like just to, to get it out. Like if I'm like, I have a, a million thing to do list going on through my brain, I'm like, let's just get it out. And you know, if I'm able to cross some of those things off, fantastic. But typically I just needed, needed a way to process that out of my head and onto paper. Way number three that you can rest is uh, a sensory rest. I really like this one too because in today's like day and age, we can be so tied into our phones, to our computers. Like we're just always connected to things, to stimulus, um, be it our phone, our TV, the radio. Like there's just, there's a lot that goes on that can capture our attention. And so taking, like implementing sensory rest. So like that can be like, having a phone free time, like 30 minutes to an hour before bed, putting your phone on D&D for points throughout the day or if, even in the morning. Um, and I use the phone just because that's something that we're, we all are so connected to, like me as well. Like there are mornings where um, if I am not paying attention and I grab my phone and then I kind of like maybe just check, check Snapchat quickly and then next thing you know I'm checking Instagram and next thing you know I'm checking Facebook and then I'm like oh but what's on here like and then I'm once I pick that up I'm like relatively sucked in my phone and like that's what the apps are meant to do that's how they captivate our attention they're meant to hold us in there um and so when I catch myself doing that first thing in the morning I kind of notice throughout the day my my attention is always going to my phone for that dopamine hit whereas compared to the mornings where I wake up I use my phone as my alarm so I have to turn off my phone but like that's it like I just turn it off and put the phone back down it's usually in a different room and then I can start with my morning routine and the days where I do that I notice that my my attention my clarity my my calmness are wildly different and like I'm not really reaching for my phone as much throughout the day like yeah I still reach for my phone because I'm like what's going on on Instagram but at the time when I do it it's usually about an hour hour and a half sometimes two hours after I've woken up um, and did the things for myself which I think that's that's pretty powerful um, I also notice times where it's like if I'm watching <laughs> I love to watch like criminal minds or very like stress inducing TV shows sometimes late at night and if I do that right before bed when I try and go to bed, like say if I watch a show and I turn it off and then immediately go try and go to bed, like I actually can't fall asleep fast. Like my mind is again in that racing, I'm thinking about the show or my heart rate is elevated and it's just, I'm, that's not a great way to unwind. So even implementing like a phone free 30 minutes before you actually head to bed will actually allow your body to get into that restful state for sleeping. Fourth way that you can implement rest into your life is spiritual rest. Now, despite what I've been saying, or despite the name, spiritual rest isn't necessarily about uh, taking a break from your spiritual practice, but actually like leaning into that practice. Um, now that can look like meditation, prayer, um, going to your place of worship, because those things actually like you do them for a reason. So for me, I like, I don't go to church. I, I don't actively pray, but I do actually meditate. Um, and especially like when I'm going to a yoga class, uh, especially after I have like a wild day, I will tend to show up a little bit early so that I can just be on the mat and have a minute just to sit there, focus on my breathing, allow the thoughts to kind of just float in like clouds, 
let them float out because um, my mind can, like I said, it can be really going a mile a minute. But when I lean into that spiritual side or that meditation side of it, and I allow my myself to just focus on the breathing and get quiet. It actually helps me manage my monkey mind a lot better. So that's the nice thing about spiritual rest is like actually leaning into those practices. Because there are times where like I'm not the most avid meditator, but I do throughout the day take minutes to focus on my breathing to, you know, there's that box breathing where you breathe in for four, hold for four exhale for four and then hold for four like that actually helps calm your nervous system down Um, and that is a form of meditation as well just doing that intentional breathing so leaning into that when when shit be hitting the fan sometimes is is beneficial (laughs) all right way number five that you can take rest is social rest now uh social rest is actually like taking a step back from engaging in too many social things and i really want to preface this, especially as we're moving into the holiday season. Um, And particularly the holiday season is usually a lot for me um, for a lot of reasons. Uh, There's a lot of birthdays that happen around the holiday season. Like Alex's birthday's coming up in November. Then there's Christmas. Then there's New Year's. And then my birthday falls right after all of that. So my birthday is January 6th. So that's like there's a lot of things going on at that point. Um, And then you add in having to go see all the family and coordinate all the things. Now, this year is the first year that I will not be going through a holiday season as an event manager, but for the past two years, I have been an event manager and executed boatloads of Christmas parties. So my weekends were heavily taken up by, by Christmas parties, like actually moving into like the last quarter of the year, I, my life would be dedicated to the hotel because just from companies and everyone wanting to have like their year end meetings on top of having Christmas parties, like the like mid November to mid December would always be such a wild and jam packed time for me that by the time Christmas rolled around, I was actually so physically exhausted that all I wanted to do was just sleep or not even engage with my friends, my family or do all those fun things. So this is actually the first year that I have stepped away from that management role and um, can commit to to the social engagements with my friends and with my family that I'm really excited um, about. But in the past, I've really had to to take a step back from engaging in too many things. And usually after like the Christmas, New Year's, my birthday season, like I kind of go into a bit of a hermit mode where I'm like, oof, that was a lot of people interactions. That was a lot of things, a lot of attention on me. Don't get me wrong. I love my birthday and I love celebrating it. I'm very obnoxious when it comes to my birthday. <laughs> Um, But there is a point where it's just taking that step back and not saying yes to as many things afterwards. You know, there is a time and place for saying yes to all the things, but also be mindful of where your energy is going. And if you do find yourself saying yes to too many things, just know that it is okay to say no to things that that no is such a loving boundary that you need to set at times. (laughs) I'll probably need this reminder come January myself. Okie dokie. Um, a sixth way that you can rest is emotional rest. Now, this one, um, I, I when I was looking it up, according to science, emotional rest actually occurs when you take the time to express your emotions honestly. And so this can look like a variety of ways, like venting to a trusted friend, a therapist, or actually journaling on your emotions. And 
Another way that emotional arrest can, can occur is actually taking a step back from situations or people that actually make you overly emotional. And this is, again, it kind of ties into like the boundaries and saying no, and that's okay. Like sometimes saying no or putting up those boundaries is really the most loving thing that you can do for yourself. So emotional arrest is that expressing your emotions in an honest way in a safe environment as well. Like I, I love, 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 love journaling. I'll talk about it all the time. Uh, journaling is a place where I am able to express my thoughts and my feelings. And I know it's in a safe, a safe environment because that journals for me, no one else is really going to see it. Unless if like I end up on some murder mystery documentary and then Spencer Reed has to go and read my journal to figure out who I was. That's okay. That's fine. Just that's the only time someone will read it. <laughs> all right. And the last way to incorporate rest into your day is a creative rest. So even the most creative people in the world need breaks. Taylor Swift needs breaks. That woman is on the biggest tour of her life and she is actually actively in a break right now after she was just touring for whatever, nine months or six months, I actually can't remember how long it was. And so I think she's taking, she's, her last show was in August and so and then she goes back on tour in November. So she's taken like a three month break, but the girl needs a break. Any person needs a break at the end of the day. So when, when it comes to taking a creative break, especially if you are in that like creation mode, if it's content creation, creating music, um, I don't know what other creative things I could think of right now. I can't, but anyways, (laughs) so when you're in those moments and you want to take a break, actually step away from the project that you're working on spend time out in nature go for that walk connect with a friend go for coffee go for lunch take yourself on a solo date I'm all about dating yourself um or even just going to the gym and working out those breaks that will actually allow you to break up the day and what's nice when you actually fully take a step back from that project and you say go for a walk or you go work out, you come back, you'll actually come back to that project a lot with a lot more clarity because you've given your brain the break and the rest that it actually needs, which is quite literally powerful. Well, those are the seven types of ways to rest to help you avoid, avoid burnout. I hope that like you found this obviously to be very helpful, but if, especially if you're in the season where you are feeling like you're riding that edge of burnout, you know, like things are just starting to feel really stressy and overwhelmed and it's hard to manage. I hope that this has inspired you to take rest in other ways instead of just the traditional thinking of like rest is sleeping um, because there are other ways that you can rest and, and manage manage your life and your workload as well because there are certain things like especially when it comes to work maybe you do have a really demanding job. Um, you can't necessarily control that like let's just say you're a doctor, you know, and you're seeing a, a boatload of patients and you're, you're needed, your, your work is absolutely needed. Um, and you might not be able to manage your workload there necessarily, because let's say you have hours that you need to be in the clinic, like you have to be there from eight to four, but that entire time from 8am to 4pm, you are in with back to back clients like that. That kind of seems un, like a lot and you might not be able to control it just because maybe that's the way your practice is set up. But what you can control is when you're off the clock and what are you doing afterwards to replenish your energy, to replenish yourself so that you can better show up. Um, now, I don't want you to have a full back-to-back day of clients and whatnot because I believe you do need to take breaks during that. But that's just the reality of some of the, the roles that people are in, um, especially now with it feeling like there is a 
shortage of workers or like lots of people that I'm talking to, they, one of their biggest complaints is that they're, they're short staffed, but the demand for whatever field that they're in or the work that they're in has like quadrupled. And so like, they're the person having to manage that. Like that's really fucking stressful and I get it. And you're, you know, I, power to you you're pushing through it I've been there I see you and you know keep keep doing your work keep doing well but again like I said you can't what you can control is when you're not at work what are you doing to replenish your energy and looking at these seven ways to rest I hope you're inspired to to try something new to take back the control in your life so that you can pour into your cup uh, and fill your cup up so that when your cup is full it's easier to pour into other people's and I know that's so much easier said than done but trust me when I say it it starts in the small ways the small consistent ways because there was a time when I was at like my peak peak burnt out deadness having menti every other day because I did like I was just so overwhelmed and stressed it felt like there was no light at the end of the tunnel like it felt like this was just kind of how I was always going to operate or if I was going to continue to operate like this I would snap and I, I did not want that I, <laughs> I was really stubborn enough where I was like there has to be a way to be able to manage this and manage myself that doesn't require me snapping. Yeah, there was a little bit of like snaps breaks here and there. Um, but that's when I got really curious about um, my my wellness and putting setting boundaries in place and resting and finding tools to help me recenter and ground myself so that again, I could show up as a really great boss and a really great leader. And those tools have really 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 immensely helped me and even though I am back in working full-time I'm definitely in a way different headspace than I was beforehand like I'm able to manage um, manage myself manage my time set the boundaries that I need to set so that I can show up fully and more present and still do the things that I want to do and have time for the things that light me up and make me feel better Anyways, that's my little little rant for you today. Um, and if you really like this episode, I also want to let you know uh, that I do have a great free resource called Harmony in Action, and it's just a little guide to helping you balance your work and personal life. In there, I share some really tangible tips, some digestible ways that you can start to to help navigate the busyness of your life and implement that today. So I'll make sure I'll link that in the show notes for you so that you can grab your copy and start implementing that today. Anyways, friends, that is what I have for you. I hope that you like this. As always, let me know. You can slide into my DMs. I love, love, love to hear from you of what's been resonating uh, on the podcast uh, for you. And I obviously love delivering this content to you on a weekly basis. But I can't wait to be back again with you uh, very, very soon. And I hope you have a great day wherever you are. And obviously, take rest where you need it because you are so worth the rest, baby girl. (laughs) 